Welcome to another Nuggets of Wisdom episode. A little nod to Nan. Nan is the one who gave me the idea for the name of this these little mini podcasts. Uh, Mama's heated, so we're going to jump right in. And this is an article that I read on Medium. And I'm uh, I'm not going to lie, <laughs> I'm I'm feeling pretty stabby. So the headline, the title of the article is. Are you in denial about punching above your weight? Now, anybody who knows me knows that I'm a big believer in knowing your station, knowing your league, because it leads to faster, more substantive dating success. But you also know that I say 70-30, 70% your league, 30% shoot your shot, because you don't know. You don't know what somebody determines or or how somebody determines who they find attractive. So a lot of factors involved with that. Now, I'm going to start reading. Years ago, while I was still living with roommates, trying to work my way up the corporate ladder, I put an ad on Facebook to rent a room in my three-bedroom LA apartment. I specifically remember one girl who came to look at the place. She was post-college age, but couldn't have been older than 27. She was funny and lively. I was picking up on her positive vibe as she made herself comfortable on my secondhand couch. Typically, we'd ask if the potential roommate was partnered. P.S. You can't ask that in a fucking job interview. Why are you asking this? Unless it's to make sure that uh, are you going to be having visitors a lot, which I, which I, okay, I guess I can understand that. This girl, we'll call her Starly. I legit don't remember this person's name, was single but dating. She was using dating apps. She commented on how crappy the L.A. dating scene is. Then she started sharing something that I probably will never forget. For the purpose of this article, it's worth it to comment on Starley's appearance. She was significantly overweight, not just plus-size model size. She was a very, very big girl. Think Biggest Loser starring Jillian Michaels. Nothing wrong with that on the surface, but it's what she said that was problematic. Yeah, it's what she said that's problematic. I'm really, this is what Starly's saying. I'm really into buff men, like gym bros. I just really appreciate a chiseled body. I met up with this one guy the other night and we had a lot of chemistry. He was so hot. So I am dating, just so you know. She went on and on about how she required the men she date to be exceptionally attractive. I'm going to say something that might rub people the wrong way. This woman had no business having rigid standards for her dates as it pertains to the looks department. Let me just take a second. Let me just take a second. So uh, let's be clear about one thing. This conversation never happened. Never happened. At least I don't believe it happened doesn't really matter because it's being it's being used as an example for a reason. Call me shallow, but I think it's clear that those men are looking to attract people with similar lifestyles, minus the select few, but the majority are looking for someone who looks like young Mary Kate and Ashley Olson. Now, Mary Kate and Ashley Olson never confirmed or denied whether or not they had an eating disorder, but that was heavily rumored. So to reference them as the type of women these buff gym bros would go after, uh, uh, 
there's there's just so much going on here with this writer in terms of women's bodies. Uh, so just lots of, lots to unpack, my friends. To this day, I have never heard someone be so overt with how superficial they are. Do you, have you met men? The irony is she didn't meet her own standards. I want to talk about this, even though it might be uncomfortable. Listen, listen. When people start off with, I'm going to say something that's probably going to make people uncomfortable, or I'm going to say something that's probably not going to be too popular. One, you're not saying anything that's uh, not widely discussed. Uh, Two, um, you saying this doesn't make you brave. It just, depending on, depending on what's said, depending on how you say it, 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 it sometimes just make you an asshole. And I say this to somebody who really, I thrived off of being like the voice of reason when I first started writing about dating and, and, and being, being the one to say what nobody wanted to say. And that came from a place of, um, I, I think it was just motivated from my own, like my own issues with my body, my own issues with other women. It, it it came from my own issues and it came from like wanting to seem like I was such a badass. There's nothing badass about being radically honest. There just isn't. Um, it might, it might seem uh, interesting at first. People get tired of it really quickly. I, I will say that. So, uh, for this woman to start this whole thing the way she did just really rubbed me the wrong way. Now, <clears throat> I'm not going to say that when I see these videos from people, from women or from men, talking about how they've been dissed online or talking about how they've been like very meanly rejected, I'm not saying that when I look at the person that they're talking to who's being a dick, I'm not saying that there aren't moments where I'm like, I mean, really, like you really thought that like that, that they were in your league. Um, But I keep that in. I keep that inside. (laughs) I keep that inside. Now, I probably would have I I absolutely would have said it maybe 10 years ago. But I keep that inside now because. It's not my place to decide. Somebody's. Who's in somebody's league and who isn't, even though I might have those opinions right? It's not my place. So ultimately, these opinions that I have about something like that don't matter. They're irrelevant because I'm not the person who's doing the swiping. I'm not the person who's attracted to those types of people or certain types of people. What gets me about this woman who wrote this article is, first and foremost, I already mentioned it, I've never met somebody so overtly shallow. Lady, you date men. What are you talking about? Of course you have. So what you're saying is, maybe not realizing it or not, but what you are saying is, men can be as fucking shallow as they want. Because, you know, they're men. Women don't have the same freedom. And I'm here to tell you, that's not true. It's not our place to decide. Um who people should be attracted to. And I can assure you that people eventually come around to this. It it could take a lifetime, but they eventually do. And you trying to like beat it into their heads, 
that's not going to work. Um, it's not revolutionary. It's not radical. It's, it's, it's just you projecting your own frustration because here's the thing. I bet what really bothered this author is that this woman was so confident in her body that she could attract whoever she wanted. Um, that had that, like, that's the only thing I could see that made sense because why else would she, why else would she still remember this conversation? However, many years later, moving on in this dumpster fire of an article, a lot of people who complain about their dating woes on the internet. I'm looking at you incels simply are attracted to people who are not attracted to them. My dating troubles can be summed up pretty simply. The people I've wanted to date haven't wanted to, haven't wanted to date me. And there it is. And there it is. Here's this woman that she thinks has no right going after conventionally attractive men, getting those con- conventionally attractive men. And she's like, how can she do it? And I can't. That's that's the core of this this hot mess. When you put it that way, the solution is pretty simple. Just date people who are interested in committing to you. Easier said than done. And again, you've heard me say this. Date people that are interested in committing to you. Agreed. But what does that have to do with uh, physical attractiveness? Some of us haven't accepted that we might have to make some changes in order to get the partner we so desire. I'm part of a singles group, and one member asked for advice for his dating struggles. He has a lot of consumer debt. He spent money he didn't have on stupid things when he was younger, and now he's living with his parents to try and dig himself out of the hole he created. He has 52000 left to pay off. He thinks he needs another five years living at home before it's paid. When dating in his 30s, every time he tells a potential date about the situation he's in, they either tell him they're no longer interested or they ghost. Here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with wanting to better your life. There's nothing morally wrong with having debt. This is the author. Just know that asking someone to take on your debt is a tall order. Bitch, nobody's asking anybody to take on their debt. First of all. Second of all, the average debt, at least in America, is something like 65, 70,000. So this guy's well below the average. Now, I'm not saying that someone, I'm not saying that someone should you know, if, if financial stability and security is vital for you, absolutely. You are within your rights. This is, it it goes back to what I just said. It's not my place to say, you don't, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't, you don't get to decide who has a right to date and who doesn't based on their, their income. What I see is a guy trying to do the responsible thing and pay down his debt. And uh, if you think <laughs> that people that you get involved with aren't in, I mean, 50,000, that's it. Doctors, lawyers, people with MBAs, the finance bros. Do you know how much debt they're in, in terms of school loans, whether it's good debt or bad debt, it's still fucking debt. Do you know how much debt the average American or average person carries with them? And I'm not saying. Like she said, you know, there's it, debt isn't a moral failure, right? It's not. But I don't think 
the idea that she seems to think he has no right to want to date somebody uh, financially stable when he's not. Is it that he's not financially stable or is it that he has debt and he's trying to pay it off in a way that he can pay it off quicker? Like what, what really bothers us here? Cause uh, listen, I wouldn't want to date somebody to live with their parents because it would just feel, cause we want to, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. We don't want to date somebody with their parents, but we'll date somebody who lives with a roommate. Right? Like there's a, there's a stigma about living with your parents because it typically means you've, you, you struggle that there's a struggle that you, it typically means you did something wrong. And the thing is, we all do something wrong. And many of us are like, I'm not moving back into my parents. I'll take 10 years to pay off this debt. Well, he wanted to do it in five. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I actually think that's a big green flag to me. Uh, Let's see. Members of the group encourage him to find someone to date who is in a similar situation and understands what he's going through or take a break from dating till he's out of debt. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) For whatever reason, he hasn't come to this conclusion on his own. He wants to date now. Okay, why are you so offended by this? And again, if you don't want to date someone who isn't, you know, who who's not financially stable in the way you define financially stable, that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. However, the line I'm drawing here is you don't get to decide whether or not he should date. Or who he should date. You know. It's just not her place. My brother Bill has been trying online dating for three years. But with no success. We live in a more rural area. So there aren't many single women around his age to begin with. The ones who are available. Well, Bill didn't think they were good enough. He asked me to edit his hinge profile so he can attract a mate. I looked it over and damn. His profile, his paragraphs of what he's looking for in a woman. Skinny, cute, under 30, average to high income and lives locally. She must be into anime and gaming. The only pictures he's got are grainy selfies or pictures with one or both parents, mostly our mom. Bill lives with our parents and has been working as a door greeter at Walmart since he was 18. I told Bill that he doesn't need to overhaul his page. He needs to overhaul his life. No woman meeting his wants would want to date an obese. What the fuck? No woman meeting his wants would want to date an obese 30-year-old living off his parents and working a job at Walmart uh, working a job Walmart normally gives to old people to stay busy. Bill freaked out at me and told her mom she's upset because I tried to tear him down when he, he needed my help. She wants me to apologize, but what's there to apologize for? I just told Bill what was wrong and that he should consider changing his life if he really wants what he wants. Am I the asshole? Yep, you are. You are. And I say this, listen, <laughs> if you think I haven't had client sessions with people, where they say certain things on their dating profile that I'm like, you sure about that? <laughs> you, If you think for a second, I haven't had that those moments. Of course I have. And unless it uh, delves into racism, transphobia, misogyny, then I'll speak up. But if this is just, you know, I want someone who makes a certain amount of money or I want someone who looks a certain way. Nope, that's not my fucking job. My job is not to, um, that's not my job. My job is to help you write the profile to get you what you want. My job is not to 
tear down your self-esteem or to uh, burst your bubble. It's not my job. And people, and I know, because I was absolutely one of these people, a lot of people thrive off of bursting people's bubble, especially, especially if they're struggling themselves. Let's see. This guy is in denial about the dating pool he actually has access to. If you're in a scenario like this, you have one of two options. Stay single until your unicorn comes along. Make changes to better your life or do both. Make changes while keeping the standards you're trying to live up to. Let's go back to the first story about Starly. Because it reminds me of a TikTok that I saw a few months ago from a woman who was set up by a client. She was a trainer. And they exchanged photos and they talked on the phone and he asked if her photos were were recent and she said yes and he sent her and she sent him another photo and it was recent and so he sent her a recent photo and she said uh one eye was looking one way and the and one was going left off or or right off the turnpike meaning he had a lazy eye She's like, how dare this guy ask me if my pictures are recent when he has, you know, he has this, what is a disability? It's a disability. Uh, (laughs) Which is, and what she's really saying is how dare this person who isn't, um, who doesn't meet certain, certain standards, standards they didn't decide on, standards they had no input in. How dare this person think that they should shoot out of their league? How dare this person think that they should want somebody who doesn't have a disability? Because that's really what she was saying. How dare this person with a disability think they should be able to date someone who doesn't have a disability? Like, it was just hate speech, in my opinion. That's not our place. It's not our place to say to somebody who's, who's, uh, who has a, a, a visible disability, a physical, <clears throat> a physical or visible disability. Uh, you know what? You might want to, you might want to lower your standards a bit because that is what we'd be saying. That is what we would be saying. We'd be telling someone, lower your standards. What's, what's inordinate about wanting to date somebody who doesn't have a disability when you have a disability what's what's in like that speaks volumes about how you see people with disabilities and it speaks volumes how this author sees and i'm going to say women sees women in bodies that don't that don't meet what she considers to be conventional beauty standards like the core of this article is just how dare these people, how dare these people have preferences? How dare these people have their own standards? Just because you don't agree with their standards doesn't mean their standards aren't valid. It doesn't mean that they don't have the right to have them. And that's what this comes down to. And that's what makes me so angry about this is that the idea that somebody who doesn't meet a certain standard doesn't have a right. They absolutely do. You don't have to date them. That and it, it, because you're allowed your standards. But is not our place to decide 
what someone else's standards should be. And you can disagree with them and you can have your thoughts as we all do. But as we all know, like there's inner thoughts and there's outdoor thoughts or inside and outside, whatever, whatever the terms are. I'm, I'm just so irritated by this article. The only reason somebody comes out with information like this, articles like this, because listen, I, is because they want to they want to burst somebody's bubble. They want to hurt them. That's it. That's the reason. You know, it's one thing if you are close to somebody and and they know you have their best intentions in mind. Then you know that someone, you know, you you say what you're saying because you care about them. You know, this author, she doesn't care about Starley. She doesn't care about the guy with debt. It just makes her feel better about her situation, which apparently, from based on the numerous articles, uh, she struggles to, to find a relationship, which did not surprise me at all. Uh, yeah, I'm really irritated by this. <laughs> it's just, there's just something so cruel about it. You know, the, the idea that uh, women in plus size bodies or bigger bodies don't have the right to want to go after, like don't have the right to be, find certain men attractive. We don't, you don't, like guys who are buff, I guarantee you at one time they were not. So you don't know, you don't know what their, what, what their background is. You don't know what their environment was growing up. A lot of those things play a role in what, who we find attractive. It's not just the media. And there are a lot of men who are. It's th- th- What they find attractive is dictated by the media. But there are a lot of men who aren't like that. So, yeah, just, just keep that in mind. You know, it's just, it's just not our place. Everybody deserves to have preferences and standards. Just because you don't agree with them doesn't make them any less valid. That's all I got for this little nugget. I'll probably make another one with more questions for the exclusive members. If you want to be an exclusive member, subscribe. It's $5 a month. You get the nuggets. You get the weekly full-length podcast. Remember, we'll be uh, posting the weekly full-length podcast on Friday because we want to get the, and and just like that, um, sort of recap into that episode. Any questions, send them to hello at datologycoach.com. If there's any content you want me to cover, please feel free to, you know, tag me or send them to me. What else? Lady Bird is very happy. I'll post a photo of her in the, in the post. She's happy and I'm happy that she's happy. And I got to see her the other day and uh, she's doing well. So thank you for all the feedback on that. All right. Talk soon guys. Bye.